Good day. This is the Overcomers Approach podcast, where we talk to individuals from different walks of life, backgrounds, and experiences and careers, authentic and transparent conversations. I am so happy to have author here today. Her pen name is Dela Ray. She happens to be my niece, and she wrote an amazing novel, I Said I Was Gone. Welcome, Dela Ray, and please introduce yourself to our audience. Thank you. Yes, my author pen name is Dela Ray. I'm the self-published author of my debut novel, I Said I Was Gone. It follows the twisted journey of a woman who is escaping her abuser and ends up fighting for her innocence. Awesome. That sounds very empowering. So someone who escapes her abuser and fights for her innocence, um, which leaves so much for suspense. I read the book. It's an amazing book. Each chapter is a page turner. You just don't know what's going to happen and you feel like you're actually there. So what inspired you to write this book and how did this come about? Yeah. So um, taking it a step back in 2022, I moved cross country from Minnesota to Arizona to close the gap in my long distance relationship. And in that time I got a new job and about six months in, I was getting settled in. And just as I was doing so, I got laid off and by laid off, I mean, I lost all access to my systems within an hour and I was locked out of my computer and from there, I was unemployed for four months, job searching. I applied to probably, I think it was about 250 jobs. And I found how important it was to have something outside of the corporate world that filled my cup and allowed me to express my creativity. And that was when I discovered writing. I was reading a ton and I just kind of fell into my desire to storytell myself. Awesome. That is amazing to hear. You know, what I heard when you stated that there was a lot of pivots. You mm-hmm. moved across country for love to close the gap on your relationship, starting a new job, mm-hmm. a whole nother state um, and working in corporate America, becoming a writer mm-hmm. came out of that. Those are two opposing occupations. Help me make sense of that. How did that work for you? How did that happen? Yeah, they, you know, being a project manager and an author, they're definitely opposing. Um, And I would say being a project manager is very practical, it's logical, and I'm super type A, but as contradicting as it may sound, I'm also very creative and I like to have an open mind. And so that's, I kind of have the best of both worlds in that way. I always knew, you know, when I got laid off, I'm like, I'm going to continue my career. I need something that butters my bread, but I also want something that fills my cup outside of outside of the corporate world, excuse me. And so that's how I ended up, excuse me. Oh no, you're fine. Yes. And so that's how I ended up falling into um, writing and just, again, expressing my creativity in that way. Oh, I love that. I love the fact that you stated that you're a type A personality, but there's creativity there as well. Not everybody can do that and use both sides of their brain. So this (laughs) is a a strength, this is a talent. And so- you know, with that, you know, that is a true like strength that I speaks to how you even wrote the book, because mm-hmm. I could see how those two interplayed into that novel. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit with that, you know, holding down a corporate job, being a writer. How do you manage that in terms of self-care, in terms of hobbies? What's some, what are some of the things you like to do? Yeah. Yeah. Outside of those two things, I love to 
engage in painting. I love painting, mm -hmm. acrylic painting. Um, I love yoga. I like baking. I like cooking. And I like to consider myself a hobbyist. I, I just love, you know, just indulging myself in different things. So that's my, those things are my form of self-care. Awesome. I love the word, the hobbyist. Yeah. You know, um, I love that um, because it speaks to like who you are. And then it also speaks to like not being put into a box. Yeah. You know, not putting that you're one way or this way that you have all these strengths and opportunities. And even though um, those two things can be opposing corporate and creator, but then you throw in hobbies, you yeah. know, a baker, you yeah. know, I know that you like to work out and do other things. Mm -hmm. And so with that, that just brings us a great smorgasbord of all these things that you have to offer to the audience and know that we don't have to be in a box. We don't yeah. have to go, you know, be um, this a certain way that we can bring all that we are to the table. And that speaks to your strengths. Yeah. So I love that. Thank you. Um, how did you come up with the ideas of the book and, and the characters speak to that in the yeah, book? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it again, it follows us the story of a woman who was domestically abused and she escaped. And initially when I thought to write a book, that wasn't on my mind. Like, oh, I want to write a book about a woman that experiences domestic violence. Um, I actually started writing a whole different book. I ended up scrapping it. And that was when I came about this idea. It was very random. I just mm -hmm. randomly thought of it one day. Right. But it did. I think it, it stuck with me, the idea, because of I think it really does serve a purpose. Yes. Um, a lot of women go through domestic violence situations. Yes. And actually, the very first few pages of my book, you'll see that it's dedicated to, I think, about 17,000 women who die every year. Um, wow. at the hands of their abuser, mm -hmm. um, survivors, and also women who are currently going through it. And I do want to bring light to the fact that men do experience this too. So yes. it's, it's not just women. My main character just happens to be a woman in the book, but, um, so yeah, that's again, random idea, but yes. certainly some passion around that, especially just knowing yes. several people who have, have been through it. And as far as my characters, they are not based off of specific people. Okay. I know what kind of person I want them to be. Yes. Um, but I will say that, you know, as I'm thinking of different names of my characters, mm -hmm. that part is kind of fun. I'll yeah. just like every, some <laughs> days I'll be like, okay, I'm going to, you know, scroll on, scroll on TikTok and I'm going to look for different names yeah. that I can put in my roster. And I just have all these names to pick from for characters. And I got to make sure that the name matches with the um, that the name matches with their characteristics and stuff yes. like that. So that is probably the fun part. Yes. You know, the planning <laughs> of it all, stuff like that. So. Right. Well, I want to speak to two parts that you, you answered. Uh, 17,000 women yeah. experience domestic violence per year. Mm -hmm. And and speaking to the fact that there are men that experience it as well. Yeah. And, and there definitely are survivors. And there are some that have lost their lives. And I think, you know, that speaks to the passion of your work, yeah. you know, and even though that it's a fictional story, there are some true aspects to the story mm -hmm. that really uh, can empower people and people who may be actually living this out right now. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it speaks to the realness and the authenticity mm -hmm. of who you are. And the fun side is, you know, the the characters yeah. uh, in, the, in, in the book and, you know, how 
their names speak volumes into their personalities. Mm -hmm. So I definitely seen that and, and heard that as I was reading the book and as I walked that journey with each character. I definitely love that. And I could tell that you put your heart into it. Thank it you. was a, a great piece of work. So awesome. Um, what does your writing process looks like look like? Yeah. How does that come about? Yeah, so I will say that you may hear authors go between two different writing styles. Yeah. Maybe there's more, but the two main ones. Right. Either you are a pantser. Yeah. Or you are a planner. Right. Um, <laughs> or no, sorry, a plotter. Pantser, <laughs> plotter. Yes. And when I first started out writing, I'm like, I'm creative, so I need to be a, I need to be a pantser, which right. basically means like you're like flying by the seat of your Right. <laughs> and that did not work for me. Okay. And I had to put my project management hat on and yes. be like, I have to plot this book to know where I'm starting, where I'm going, what the ending is. Yes. And that helped so much with writer's block. Um, you know, I remember one day I wrote 10,000 words because it was just flowing. Yes. And everyone's different. But yeah. for me, my writing process is definitely plotting and thinking of so many different things I can put into my book and not, not so much I do think as I go, but I don't yes. start that way. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I think that speaks to um, you being, like you said, type A, yeah. the planner, but then that creative side. And you've given us some tips and strategies, I think, in our own lives, in my own life, um, you know, not, you know, kind of, you know, just being out there, exploring the possibilities, being a visionary. But with that takes planning. And it takes a process to work through and, and more structure. So I think you've definitely given us great tips to even work through the writer's block yeah. uh, and just different tips in life. I mean, I love that. So those are some of the ways that you overcame some of the challenges through writer's block. Yeah. Um, and so I definitely appreciate that. Um, what, um, how did you overcome uh, any other challenges? Were there any other challenges that occurred when you wrote the book or was it only writer's block? Um, well, like I said, for sure, some writer's block. Yeah. Um, aside from that was, as I said, I was unemployed as I was writing the book. So right. I had to kind of maybe cut some things out of my budget in right. order to make it happen. Mm -hmm. um, I took the inexpensive routes, um, really kind of researching a bunch of different platforms that I could use and things like that. But aside from the process of writing, one thing that has been difficult now that my book is published is marketing actually yes. if it doesn't matter how good your book is if you don't have a good marketing plan in place and even if you do have a marketing plan yeah maybe it's not working yeah and that is probably the most difficult part it's not even the writing it's none of that it's getting it out into the world and into the hands of the right people. Yes. I love that you stated that. You know, I love that you spoke to that and being very transparent about the marketing piece mm -hmm. because we have so many writers now. There's so many books out there and your work is like an amazing piece of work. But Thank like you. you said, like working through that process, like how am I going to market it? Who is yeah. it going to be marketed to? And, you know, kind of researching that information and how that works. The, the great thing is that you got it out to the universe mm -hmm. and that's the first step. And so glad. And then, and as you, we walk this journey with you as a writer, we'll be so happy to see like, how do you work that process out? I think people also have that same type of issue that may come up as well as terms of marketing. Yeah. But um, you know, just how you walk through that and how you plan for that. And I'm sure your type A 
is going to help with that. Yes, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's going to speak to that. So uh -huh. that's where that strength comes in. How did you incorporate feedback as you was writing the book? Tell me some of the ways that any suggestions, how did you incorporate that into the writing in the book? Yeah. So I did have a family friend who helped me to edit the book and I really trusted her opinion and I honored her judgment just because she does have a background in literature. I believe she has a master's degree um, mm. in English and or literature, yeah. however that works. And I, so again, I really did trust her judgment. Mm -hmm. And through the editing process, she's like, hey, you know, you're using really maybe bigger words that right. not all readers may be able may be able to follow the story with. And yes. I did take out and like replace some. Yes. But at the same time, I one thing I love about reading myself is learning yes. new words, not just reading a story. And so I did decide to keep a lot of the, the vocabulary in the book. And that was actually a good, a really good piece of feedback that I received from one of my readers was, oh my gosh, I love that I could just like go on Google yes. and look up the words or dictionary.com. <laughs> yes. And so that showed that I needed to keep my creativity going yes. in my own direction. And it worked out for me. Yeah, I love that. And I, I, I just to speak to that too, like, you know, you kind of negotiate it, you know, mm -hmm. and it, it it really helps to have friends, you know, who came in and had that expertise to give mm -hmm. you suggestions. And you did take some of that in. Yeah. But then you uh, balance that out with still keeping your voice in yeah. that and um, being challenged, you know, and, and being able to, because uh, there's some parts of the, I think the, the book where you needed that new and unique word yeah. to even speak to the experience yeah. um, and for people to be challenged to do the research and and raise the expectations. So I definitely loved it. But then again, change some words to still speak to the entire audience. Yes. So absolutely. I definitely love that. Uh, and that you 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 stood firm on, on what you wanted and, and that's what counts and that's yeah. where your heart's at. So yeah. I definitely appreciate that. Um, and that's just a, a, a now we're going to pivot into what are you reading right now? Yes. Right now I'm reading In the Deep yes. by Lorith Ann White. Yes. She is probably one of my favorite authors, the way that she formulates her sentences and just where she takes her books from from the start. It's just her writing style is amazing and it inspires me. It can be really hard to read while you're trying to write a book. Mm hmm. And so you have to kind of, but I love to read. So I, I do yes. have to find a book that I can read without, you know, getting down on myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, my book's like just giving me a hard time on writing. Yes. But really her style does kind of align with mine. And I think it helps. But nonetheless, I'll always stay true to my own style. And yeah, that, but that's the book I'm reading right now. I love the author. I love awesome. the book. And then I love the fact that you you still keep your love of reading as you mm -hmm. balance out working. Mm -hmm. um, and so I definitely love that in terms of like still committed to what your your hobbies are, mm -hmm. still doing what you love, but yeah. still, you know, um, you know, making sure that, you know, I think you said um, buttering your bread, yes. you know. <laughs> so I love that. I'm, yeah. I'm going to use that in the future. <laughs> so, you know. um, so I definitely love that. Um, what do you have a preference for in terms of writing nonfiction or fiction? Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I will probably always write fiction. Okay. Um, because again, it taps more into my creativity, mm -hmm. but I do enjoy reading both fiction and nonfiction. Yes. Um, but I used to read more self-help books or nonfiction and that was 
I didn't read as much because yeah. those books are very heavy. They're very deep and you highlight and you take notes. At least you should. And I, w- I just wasn't reading as much. And then finally, when I started to read fiction, that was when I started reading more. And that was a, actually what it ended up leading me to write my own book. Awesome. I love that. And like you said, in terms of self-help, you know, it's good to take notes. Yeah. And, and you have to process what you're doing, mm-hmm. put it into action. There's some reflection time. Mm-hmm. There's more energy that's put in that. And that creative side, which is allows you to explore so many possibilities and opportunities. Yeah. And I feel like even if it's fictional, there's so many aspects to true life experiences in that. Mm-hmm. That's that's still really a form of self-help. And yeah. that could be very, very empowering. Yes. So I definitely, definitely love that. Um, in terms of um, what can the readers expect from you moving forward, like in the in the future, what what's on the horizon? Uh, definitely more books. Yeah. Um, I would love to publish at least one book a year. Okay. And my first book was 173 pages, which is fairly short. And so moving forward, I would like to write longer books around maybe 300 to 350 pages. And that is also, I think, why a lot of my readers, after reading the 173 page book, it closed. I mean, if there was a lot of closure in the book, don't yes. get me wrong, but they're like, I need more. Yes. And so a lot of people are asking for a sequel, which I do plan on eventually. I just have so many ideas that I want to get on paper through storytelling. Yes. Um, you know, I like to say I take real life situations and turn them inside out and upside down. And I like to have shocking twists, but moving forward, I want to do that in maybe a longer, yes, longer versions. Yes. So that can certainly be expected. Okay. I love that. I love the fact that you, you know, stated the number of pages because definitely leaving the readers wanting more. So they're definitely going to want more from you. And then, you know, being able to take that information and now you've kind of put out a teaser, you know, so they're waiting for the next layer and the next expectation. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about more books on the horizon, more writing, um, more fictional, you know, uh, whatever lane you decide to go in. Um, I definitely enjoyed the ride and I enjoyed just feeling empowered from the message from the book. Uh, and just knowing that there's so much more that you have to offer. Yes. Um, question I like to ask a lot of times people who I interview on the podcast is what would you tell your five-year-old self? I love that question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, as a, as a child, I was very shy. I wouldn't say I was timid. You know, I was, I was right. still pretty outspoken and whatnot, but at the same time I was really shy yes. to the point where I was scared to sharpen my pencil in class. Mm-hmm. We'll never understand why I was so nervous to do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was, I was so just, I felt like everyone was watching me all the time. And now I just have the mindset of if they are watching, you're doing something right. But at the, right. At the same time, it's like, not as many people are paying attention as, as you think. Just exactly. live and just, you know, don't be so anxious. Yes. And yeah, that's definitely what I would tell my five-year-old self. I love that. I mean, I love that. And, you know, from what it sounds to me that you're, you know, like you said, you, you're definitely, you know, 
you were shy, but you're not timid, you know, yeah. it broke your mind. Yeah. But just allowing yourself to take up space mm-hmm. and to just exist. Yeah. And to kind of just go with the flow. Yeah. Not everybody's watching you, no. <laughs> you know, and then the people who are, you're like a shining example. Um, we never know who's watching us. Yeah. You know, in terms of like maybe there's something you're doing that they need to see or hear that's going to be very hope giving, giving them hope and inspiration, like mm-hmm. as you did with the book. Yeah. So I grace greatly appreciate that. Absolutely. In terms of where can people reach out to you? What social media platforms are you on? How can people contact you? Yeah. So my handle on all platforms is Delaray Author. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, even an up and coming app called Lemon Eight. Um, I'm also on Goodreads. So is my book. So if you happen to read it, that's where you can leave a review. Um, and then of course on Amazon where, where you can find it, it is also on barnesandnoble.com and even on other platforms like Walmart and target.com as well. It's not in stores yet, but hopefully, hopefully one day. Um, but I will be doing a giveaway from this podcast for my book. This is the cover. And, um, if you like comment and share this, this podcast, I will, sign and mail a book to one of our viewers. I love that. Thank you for providing them with that opportunity to just enjoy the experience of your book and uh, being a get, having a giveaway, being engaging with our audience yeah. and them reaching out to you on any one of your multiple platforms, yes. um, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. So thank you. It's been, I've had a great time talking to you today more about the book, your experience, you. uh, your work experience, your thought process, how you overcame challenges, um, you know, how you come up with the characters, like all these things that come come to this point. Like some people need to know, like how you got to the journey. Yeah. And so I loved hearing about that. And I'm sure audience members did as well. Thank you. And just uh, giving us the message to take up space. Yes. And I love that. Well, thank you, DeLaray. It's been a pleasure speaking with you today. More to come in the future. Thank you, everyone. And have a wonderful day. Hey.